Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing a murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff of puff and a... Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Sure, sure, yes, sure. welcome to the Wolf and Our Podcast. Wolf, Wolf and Our Podcast. Bar, There's another episode of the Wolf and Our hmm. Podcast. We're doing a Wolf and Our Podcast. Yo. Who wants to know Wolf and Our Podcast? Man, man, I'm on Wolf and Our Podcast. Yes, hello. Hey, 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 hey. hey Roman Schwinger, hey, hey. Nathan, glazed in Tom Ford. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm right, mate. I'm okay. I'm, I feel tired today, boy. Yeah. 5 a.m. start yeah. from, yeah, little Grace was up with the larks this morning. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah, she's got that. She's getting that, like, she likes to get the full day out. Yeah. She's, like, really making the most of these last winter days. Um, likes to get out. See what, she see hates spring, on. doesn't she, Grace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she's, yeah, yeah. Spring's not her thing, really. She's sort of, like, winter. she'd prefer to go much more into, sort of, from winter to summer. Yeah. The bullshit of spring is just, I mean, spring's a sort of weird old month, well, not month, season, isn't it? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's I don't think it's I don't think you can patch up. It can't go toe to toe with autumn, summer, or winter. It's very much the sort of ugly duckling of all the I seasons. I don't think that's absolutely not true. Really, spring's a great spring's a great season. Why? New birth, growth. Yeah, births happen all year round for a start. Yeah, but I'm talking about you know, and animals. You start to see lambs. Oh, wait, oh right, around. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, infamously, you're always running around looking at little <laughs> lambs. Yeah. And obviously, more times than not, they're being bred for the meat industry. So, um, anyway, actually, it's quite a tragic and sad sight for me. I don't know why I'm so excited about it. Well, um, what's going down? Uh, so, your surroundings have changed. Do you want to tell everyone what's going on in your life? Well, actually, before we, do, I will do that. But before we do that, I need to. I, I, I want to get this out of the way. I need to. I need to apologise because wow. a, a couple of people have emailed complaining about advice I gave to somebody on last the last episode. Whoa, who, who, who? Well, it doesn't it doesn't matter who they are, but it's it's um it's no, too which bit of advice. So, do you know do you know uh Phil got in touch with us and he said his daughter was like these people at the football making comments about his daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and saying things like she's only captain because she's a girl, etc. And, and a couple of people got in touch to say that I they think I was a bit like a bit soft on these people that were doing it, basically. Do you know what I mean? Because, I, I, in fact, let me have a look if I can find... Uh... So what they're saying, I was right and you were wrong kind of thing? No, or... no. If, if, if I'll be honest with you. They they had a go at both of us, but I was protecting you there. But now you've decided uh, to try oh. and throw me under the bus. <laughs> I, I, fuck you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what they say, what no, they in all what seriousness, what, what, in, in all seriousness, one of them's talking about both of us, and one of them is a bit more uh, is, is about me. Out, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so basically, the gist of it is, is that um, I sort of it, it, it is more me than you. Actually, it's it's kind of me going saying that the, the the other parents need a bit of forgiveness and understanding, and you shouldn't say anything. And normally, because obviously we get emails like this. You know, you do get yeah. emails where people disagree with what we're doing. But the reason I'm mentioning it in this instance is because I actually think I agree with these people. I actually do think I agree with the criticism. So I, I, I wanted wow. to kind of, I wanted wow. to kind of hold my hands up and say, do you know what? 
I think saying nothing, which is I think is what I said, is probably the wrong option. Having said that, um, I don't think it, it should be an aggressive challenging of them. I think these people need kind of a bit of a talking to, like a calm talking to. So I want to apologise to the two people that emailed in. They know who they are. Uh, I got it wrong, and your emails in basically made me reflect on that. And so, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, wow. You know what? This is probably the quickest in any podcast ever invented that someone has climbed so quickly to hum- the top of like Humble Mountain mm. and sort of like stood there and just said, look, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm a decent guy. I got it wrong this time. Here's my hand. Here's my heart. I'm on a shrank and Nathan. Let's make a new start as friends. Mm. It's slightly annoying that you, um, you've sort of done a better kind of apology than I did <laughs> in taking the piss out of me. Uh, actually, it's actually quite. It's actually quite. It's actually quite, it voice, quite but... melodic, and I enjoyed it. Um, fucking. So, so anyway, in, in terms of my surroundings, right? I'm in a hotel at the moment. I can't go home for yeah. COVID reasons. Anyway, yeah. I'm in a nice hotel. Uh, the, the it host, looks luscious. It looks it absolutely is nice. good. Is that like? Is that um, an afternoon tea stack behind you there? Breakfast. That's, from breakfast. Right That's for breakfast. I got a bit of room service for breakfast. Well, anyway. Uh, Stay in a hotel, 12 o'clock breakfast, midday breakfast, my yeah, guy. You know how it is. Just five five minutes before they do the last order, Ron gets in there. <laughs> fucking get it down, yeah? A vegan. That's got to be the fucking worst thing you can get a call. No. Tony, there's one more breakfast order, and it's a vegan. At that moment, Tony's life fell apart. Well, actually, it was, uh, no, it was uh, chocolate and almond and banana pancakes. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Oh, wow. Yeah? Yeah. Vegan ones, though, right? Yeah, vegan ones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh nice. Yeah, they Very make classy, them. Out, they make them out of mushroom. They don't. You can't tell the difference. They don't, do they? No, of course they they don't. Of course they don't. Anyway, listen. Right. So anyway, this morning I'm lying in bed, right, watching the Jinx yeah. because I thought seven years after it's made, I think I should probably get on that. So I was yeah, watching yeah. that in my pants in bed, right, and I basically I've got like a the door going out onto a patio in this hotel. And I just nice. I just opened it a bit just to let a bit of fresh air in. It was a bit musty. In the in the yeah, room, right? I yeah. can imagine. I can imagine. So I'm like, I'm lying in bed, right? This is fucking insane, right? I'm lying in bed. One minute I'm lying in bed on my own watching the Jinx. Ten seconds later, there's a dog and a kid in my room. What? Right? Uh, this, this kid. <laughs> what? This Where's kid from? was obviously walking the dog outside. The dog's got away from him, ran through the door, and is in my fucking hotel room. And the kid follows... No, so, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just... You're, t- you're on the ground floor, right? Yeah, no. Th- three floors up. <laughs> no, no, no. He's sp- just... spider dog in his mate. What the <laughs> no, fuck are you talking just... about? No, no, no. You need a clarification when you're telling such a story. Well, I've got a fucking patio. Have... What, what, what do you... You're th- not... I thought you meant you had like a balcony patio type thing. Well, I would have said balcony, wouldn't I? Look, mate, I just fucking, this is, I love you so much, but you're so naive. You're so naive to things. I love you with all my heart. When you go to a hotel, please, mate, in the future, and they say, do you want a ground floor room? Just say no. Because this is exactly the kind of thing that will happen. No, you're right. You're right. It's a common problem, isn't it? Dogs and kids running into people's rooms. You're right. No, right. Not necessarily dogs and kids, but people coming into your room. Like what you're doing is you're, but you're basically opening up the door there. Right in some cultures, in some parts of this country, and you're on a ground floor and you open the door just to crack. That means come in, you're welcome. It's Saturday morning, and I'm on my own. You've just yeah. Listen, I'm not, I've, I've not left. I've not left an airplane toilet door unlocked. All right, okay. It's not an open invitation for people to come round. <laughs> I'm trying to let some fresh air in because I had a curry last night and I was a bit farty. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> 
The poor fucking dog. I mean, God knows what. What the did the little boy say? So he, so the dog, the dog runs in, right, and it's in. Like I'm not talking about in the doorway. I'm talking about in the room. The kid comes in. I can't remember what the dog's name is. He keeps calling the dog's name, and then I, I stand up, and so I'm in my oh. underwear. Wow. Right? And this is kid and the dog in my room. And the kid just is going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why is he apologizing? You're in your pants. Okay. I think he's apologizing because... Yeah, it's your room. A 13-year-old th- boy has run into a 43-year-old hotel <laughs> room. I so wish I was there. And, so, and then he goes, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I, I, I was sort of in shock because it happened so quickly. But at the same time, I didn't want the kid to feel bad because like, it's totally not his fault. It's a mad thing that's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, bo- we're both victims of yeah. this, right? The, yeah. Your dog's got out of control and it's now put us in this situation, right? So I just go to him, don't worry, mate, don't worry, don't worry. And then he's gonna, he left, right? And he went, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. And I went, all good. And then obviously I shut the door because I thought, you know, this is, that was a mistake. The, the dog went with him, yeah? No, I just said to him, listen, mate, I'm sorry, but it's like a, when you knock a football no. over. You know, when you kick a football over into your neighbour's garden, that's them, their property then. No, no, but you need to, like, I didn't know if the dog, like, you, when you said he just ran, Tom, I thought... Can he... I tell you something? You're the, you're the fourth person I've told this story to. None of them had any issues with the information I delivered. No, 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 but right? Right, when you said none he of ran them thought off... That the dog had, none of them thought that the dog had leapt up to the 10th floor balcony, <laughs> right? And none of them thought that I kept the dog as punishment to the kid for allowing it to no, come into my house. but when you said, when you turned around and said, right, and the little boy sprinted off, right? Yeah. Like, I, I thought you, like, you would have said about the dog. Like, you're standing there, like, basically naked, right? And you're like, this, I can't imagine the bedlam that's in that room. The dog's running around and all that going crazy, yeah. probably going in, like, to your pancakes and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said to the kid, listen, head off. I've got, I happen to have got a little bit of peanut butter with my breakfast. I'm just going to see what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go on. Sorry, what happened? What happened? I'm guessing that I'm guessing that there's still another chapter to this loathsome tale. There's no chapter, but it's just that I just don't want those pair. I don't want that. I'm hoping to God that kid didn't recognise me. Because okay. what I don't want him to say is, I just went into Romesh Ranganathan's room. He's in his underwear watching a fucking documentary about serial killers. Well, he probably didn't know it was about serial killers. He just thought it was a, probably a horror movie or something. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Or is that someone else coming in? No, it's just like people walking but people walking down corridors. Mate. Why don't people walking through hotel corridors keep their fucking voice down? I don't understand well, it. Well, mate, I'm going to tell you something. I know the hotel you're staying in. I don't want to name it because I actually quite like going there. But it's known for having really thin walls. Also, and this is this is genuinely true, and I've heard this from three different people. They actually shoot pornos there where you are. What are you talking about? They sh- it's known for like being a place that they shoot blue movies. What like pornography with with humans? Yeah. Well, not with yeah, not with yeah, yeah, with humans. Well, no, it's just like you know, it's just like you hadn't specified. So I thought you might mean like animals or bestiality videos or something. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 I'll see what you've done there. <laughs> Put the shoe on the other foot, lace it up, and give me a volley in the mouth. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is quite well known. It's quite well known for it. It's, it's just, there's that vibe to it. Mm. That, yeah. The other night I went to the. They've got like a a buffet. My favourite thing. So I went to the buffet. I don't. I don't think a buffet on your own is oh, doing on your own. It's, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad because you've it got was, no one to was, get excited was, about stuff with. No, and also, do you know the other thing? So obviously, it's quite. It's not cheap, right? So no. what you think is, it's typical. You know. As is always the case, and it, that's this comes from my upbringing. 
if you've got a buffet and it's all you can eat, you make sure you do as, oh. your damnedest to get your money's worth. Yeah, like, you wear a tracksuit, you, like, you know. You're not wearing yeah. jeans. You, you go it. Yeah, you want to leave that restaurant feeling uncomfortable, like you might die. That's that's what you've got to do. Yeah, right? you want it. You want a gut buster, right? Exactly, hundred percent, right? So I went in there. They've got like a, a pasta thing. I got a load of pasta, and uh, it was delicious. Nice. And then they had some curry. So I thought, let me get some of that. But if you're with a mate and you go, mate, we've just done Italian. Should we go and do Indian? That's fun. That's like yeah, a fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, what I did was just sat on my own, ate an Italian meal, put the plate to one side, then got up and went and got in, like just on my own. It just yeah. feels so much sadder. I mean, that's one you of the, my favorite things to do with Catherine is when a buffet is like, especially a breakfast buffet. Oh my god, that's one of my like, mm. especially in the place you're in, it's worth going down just for some of the pancakes and like other bits that they do down there. And they they do some really, they'll probably do like a, I was about to say a vegan omelette, but um, they won't be able to. And then. Uh, so when I uh, when I was doing the when we did just another immigrant in the states, yeah, it's like the first day, like second day of writing, all putting the show together. And the American exec that was on the show, he said to me, "Where do you want to go? We're in LA." He goes, "Where do you want to go for lunch?" Um, he goes, "There's this cafe down the place, and they do these vegan eggs." And he goes, "I've tried them," and he goes, "You honestly, you can't tell the difference, right?" Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. So I go, so he goes, "Look, trust me, come down here." So we go down there, I order a mushroom omelet, right, off the chain. You can't, it's fucking mad, right? Come back to the thing. I'm not, I can't believe this product doesn't exist in the UK, right? Because it's like game changing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I said to him, what's it, what's that, what's it like? So what it was called was egg beaters, right? Yeah. Egg beaters, it's called the product, right? I get back to the thing, I go, I can't believe that that is like, it's so mad how much it tastes like egg. I look it up, it's pre beaten eggs. <laughs> So it is eggs. So I just eaten a fucking omelette. What the <laughs> fuck? Did you just like, how did you even respond to that with him? Well, it was so awkward because like, I didn't really, like, you know, it's like my second day working on the show. I don't really know this guy that well. And basically within yeah, he four hours of meeting him, he's managed to break all of your beliefs. <laughs> That's insane. I was genuinely there thinking, why the hell didn't you buy, buy the distribution rights? Mate, 100%. If, if, that, had been, if that had been legit, like a, a vegan egg product, I would have been all I can't, I th- I'll, I'll go. I'll go on record now and say I think that's the one thing that vegan... Like, as a vegan, I don't think you'll ever have the... I don't think they'll ever be able to recreate the taste of eggs. Like, I Well, think- what, 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 do you, what do you mean by that? Because, like, you, you, can, you can get vegan cakes and they substitute right. the stuff. So, okay, sorry, it. sorry. Let me, let, me, let me be clear, right? The egg for me is the most versatile thing that we have in our. No, what? Here we go. This is no. This is like. Here we go. Fucking. This is typical. This is absolute classic. Where Tom heralds whatever we happen to be talking about as the best thing ever. It it doesn't matter what it is. No, no, this is exactly why the humble teaspoon is the most versatile of all the tools or whatever. (laughs) No, you always do this. Sometimes I'd say that, right? And and sometimes, but I could not say, and I could not speak earnestly about anything as as much as I'm going to talk about the egg. Because let me tell oh, you... fucking hell. Right. In response to my criticism, you've gone bigger on it. Right. Okay, go on. The egg, right? You go into any like, breakfast cafe or whatever, and they turn around and say, how would you like your eggs cooked? That is a real question that you've got to ponder. That's not one that you just go, oh, fried, you know, scrambled, omelette, poached, right? There's so many different ways that you could have it, Right. What I'm saying to you is, do you know what? Do you know, do you know what this tells me? Is you're the sort of prick 
that waits until you're asked to decide how you're going to have your eggs. And of course so, you do. You're adding... No, no Otherwise you're, you're cheating. Asshole. Otherwise you're cheating. You're not cheating. You're not cheating, Tom. It's not a timed quiz. Let okay? me just... Right, this is this is because you're not used to ordering from a menu with loads of different fucking alternatives. You're used to literally getting somewhere and it's being like four different things and then you go, oh shit, oh thank God they've got vegan stuff. Right? And I salute you for that because I do think that's an incredible thing. When you're let's it doesn't sit- sound like you're saluting me. It sounds like you're absolutely rinsing me and suggest I don't know what it's like to order from a menu as a result. No, of it. right. Yeah, but what you don't know is the different levels of like, oh, I'll have the fried breakfast, please, Squire. Right? How would you like your eggs? So there's a question. How would you like your what kind of bread no, do you I understand, want? Beans? I understand I understand what it's like to be asked a question about how I would like something. I, I do understand that, believe it or not. Right. Yeah. So what I'm thinking, right? What I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is most people know how they're going to have their eggs before they're in that situation. Mate, right. I would say to anyone out there, right, leave it to the last minute because the worst thing you could... I've, and I hate saying this, I've been in places before where I've gone, oh, yo, can I have a fried breakfast, please, with a fried egg, right? Seconds later, as the merry waiter goes about their business, I sit there and go, oh, fuck. Like, I, didn't know, I wanted scrambled eggs. I think I want scrambled eggs now, right? But I jumped too soon. When someone, yeah, but, you, but at that point, at that point, you can just call the waiter back. Well, that's taking up more time. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but if that happens, Look, you, right? what you've got to get in your head, right? Is this right? You're, you're the waiter. You come over. Yeah. Okay. Hello, right. mate. Uh, hello there. Uh, what can I get you? Ah, let me just look at the menu. Um, and it, I'm going to give you my internal monologue. This guy's a. <laughs> what? what why? <laughs> Sorry, God, God, God. Oh, hello. Um, sorry, I've not really had a chance to look at the menu properly. Um, I'm... Oh, well, what, why did, how come you, what made you call me over then? Is there something I can get oh, you now? Well, you me and my friends who are actually visiting from Denmark are starving, uh, and I've been telling them about your wonderful breakfasts. So I will go with uh, the full English breakfast, please. Okay, great. Uh, full English breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, how would you like your eggs? Ah, that's a good question. Mm, that's a good question that you couldn't have possibly guessed I was going to ask before I arrived. Here. I think I'll have them scrambled. Now you said I've looked inside my internal brain, and I think that I'm in scrambled, a scrambled kind of mood. Thank you, sir. And actually, I'll order scrambled eggs for me and also my companions, please. Three big breakfasts with three scrambled eggs. So, so let me just get this absolutely crystal clear. You're you're happy to both take your time about making your own decision and then also ordering for everybody else to take that away from them. No, no, but I'm in there and I know how good... Like the other day I went for, uh, for food with my parents. I ordered uh, like, like their courses for them because I knew what was amazing in there. I was literally like... Oh, yeah, but, yeah but, t- but Tom, Tom, you don't decide that in the moment. You don't... like So you know before you get there they, what's amazing. No, this is what... I didn't order for them. This is what I said. I said, you need to have the cheese souffle or you will seriously regret that. Again, not true. <laughs> what? Like, this is the thing, right? No, no, because if they I... get something... Look, look, the point I'm trying to make is if they get if they get something else and enjoy it and have a nice... They're not going to go, fucking hell. 
I'm going to have to chalk that up as an opportunity well, missed. Uh, I will go like flag. this. I'll go with the juicy flag because I'm having it. Have a little taste of that. And I'll have a little bob on their tongue. And they'll go, oh, this yeah. is delicious. And I'll go, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Well, not sorry. If you really want one, order one. You, you, you're acting like you get one shot at ordering stuff. I, I don't understand what you're... <laughs> no, like, you, once you've ordered you're allowed, the you're start, allowed to order I'm what You're allowed to order whatever you want. Yeah, you order what you want, but then like, if they taste my souffle and go, oh, yeah, sure, I might get one of those as well, then I've got to wait another 20 minutes for my main course to come out. And the chef's going, what's well, going well, on? Well, Sorry, then you're, someone's well, got then, two stars, well, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but then you're the prick for giving them... You, because you're being Billy Big Bollocks and trying to show how good your meal is, now you've got yourself in a fucking situation, haven't you? No, that's... All what, of this is your fault. Right, two things. Don't you, talk about two, the cheese souffle. If I go, right, if I go to right. a restaurant with you, I'm going to tell you, I will give you my oath, right? If we go to a restaurant and you turn around to me and you turn, say, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, I've done it with you before. Jackfruit burger is incredible. The chips are amazing, yeah. right? And then there was those little chili things that we got, right? You were raving about yeah. them. I went exactly for what you ordered. I copied it to the T. And by God, I wasn't disappointed, right? Because you knew it. You'd been there before. You'd sampled all the rides, rides and the wares. Yeah, but we, you know? yeah, but you, were, but you could have ordered something else and still had a nice meal. It would have been. Yeah, no, but why? When you, the expert's there. I'm not going to literally. Right, okay, like, I'm going looking for lost treasure. And there's a pirate standing there. He said, oh, I know where the lost treasure is. I saw it last week, right? And there's another bloke going, oof, I don't even believe in treasure. Who do you think I'm following? Who's asking directions to the treasure from a pirate? Because <laughs> pirates are the people who always had the treasure. Well, notoriously trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. They, they, often like, they often like to tell strangers where their treasure is. <laughs> no, no. I'm like basically, I don't know. I'm a sort what of... Are you? What, are you, what are you in this scenario? Tell me. I guess I'm just like a guy who's just helping out with stuff. And like... <laughs> what do you mean helping out? Well, he's a pirate. I've walked over and I'm like, oh, look, I fancy life on the high seas. I might actually fancy being a pirate myself. Uh, you have to prove to me you've got a treasure. So You have to prove to me you've got a treasure. Yeah, otherwise it seems like a vacation. I don't know if I'm going to invest my set of time in. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. All right. All right. What's happened here is we've made a mistake going down this, this pathway. But listen, all of these arguments that you've made still do not actually make the point that you that, that we're trying we're arguing about in the first place, which is when you came with me and I had we had the jackfruit burger yeah. and the fries and the little chilies and all that. Did you see the way to come over and go, what would you like? And, oh, well, that is an interesting <laughs> conundrum. Let me, let me ponder upon what the different options might have to offer. Okay. I just ordered that and you copied me, right? Yeah. But also, I remember, him how... I remember he, I think he turned around and said, do you want any uh, gherkins with that, any pickles? And you went, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll actually. Yeah, that's a, that's a great way of making something up to just sort of help prove your point. <laughs> Why? How did you think you were going to get away with that? You're talking to the person that was actually fucking there. <laughs> what this tells me oh, is we God. seriously need to go out for food together somewhere where there's different options yeah, and see how we handle it. I'll tell you when we can go for food together. Yo, hit me up. After the Wolf and Our live shows, am I right? <laughs> food and Hackney sounds good to me, baby. Mm. That Hackney good. Empire tickets go on sale in two days. Yeah, two days. Well, not in, not literally in two days. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. On is it on? Is it on the second they go? Pre-sale on the second. It's Friday the third. Uh, oh, I pre-sale on the second if you sign to the mailing list. Yeah, so that'll be today. That'll be yeah, today. Rubbishrangandafen.co.uk/slash. 
Wolf for now. Get yourself along. It will be absolute bedlam. Um, there'll be high fives and uh, probably some sort of sing along, I imagine. Um, Tom, we've got to choose for bald people, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, do you know what? Actually, here, here's what we could do, right? What about this? If we get our top 10 contenders, right, and we put their faces up on the big screen at Hackney Empire. No, and, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. Why? What, and then putting them up like a, some sort of, like, bald auction? No, but then people vote for who their favourite one is. No, I'm not. Well, they do a little videos, and it's like, hi, I'm Stephen. I'm from Colchester. I've been bored for four years. So these guys that you, um, that you, because basically last week or whenever you first announced this thing about Newman, you were saying like the bald, the bald man is one of the most desperate and sad and tragic examples of human life you can possibly imagine. I mean, so with all of that sympathy and empathising you did and the whole, based on the whole fact that the reason you set this up is to give him a bit of dignity, <laughs> what you're now going to do is give him another layer of rejection as they get paraded in front of an audience at the Hackney Empire. And then we just knock them off. Fuck it, we're not choosing this geezer, are we? Are we? Are we guys? Okay, this is no. What, this is what we could do then. Right, we choose the four. There's going to be some broken hearts out there, but we'll choose them, right? And then we can announce the four at Hackney Empire, and we'll do. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll do it like um, yeah. the Hunger Games kind of vibe. All right. I mean, we're probably not going to do this, but so I, I feel like I can commit to it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I'm yeah. actually genuinely. This is pretty incredible to think that we are at the forefront of sort of science now. How's, how do you work that on it? Well, no, like this could, this could, gen if it works, not only will I have to clean your feet for a month, but also I will have to eat my words as well, right? I'll have to turn around and say, wow, I was wrong. And there's hope out there. How does that put you, how does that put you at the forefront of science? Because people will know then, won't they, if it works or not. At the moment, it's just mm. a lottery, mate. And that is what a lot of medical stuff is. And, like, well, imagine you, I uh, imagine Newman will say, uh, that that maybe some of the science credit should go to them. Oh, look, 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 uh, look, for, look. for developing the product. But no, you're right. I you're actually right. should say this. I should say this as well. Look, I should say this because have they been in touch with you since? Again? No, 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 no. We, we, I'll reach out and I'll speak to them. Right, but I will say this. It's like you could be in trouble for this, couldn't you? I mean, you have libelled them. No, but they have sat at the table of you know if this gamble. It's massive. It's a you know it's me and you going head to head with them. Essentially, it's like who's going to pull twenty one. I right? don't. I listen. I've got no. I don't know if this stuff works. I've got. I, I, this is not my battle. Well, yeah. I, I merely have. Like you're sort of. You know, you're in in it with me. You're my partner, right? My partner in crime. You don't run off no, and sprint is, through the street saying, I'm "Oh, running, I don't want I'm any part of off. this." I'm not running off. What I'm saying is, <laughs> like, what I think is, if I be honest with you, I think your ass has gone a little bit, and so. Because you were very, very definitive about. Mate, I'm what still you definitive. About. I'm still definitive. But what okay. I will say is, like, a bit like probably um, in Rocky, when Mr. T called out Rocky, when he was shouting his mouth yeah. off, uh, when he, Rocky wasn't getting involved in the fight, he was sort of like, all, you know, running around to giving it. And then all of a sudden, Rocky wanted a piece of it. And then he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Club of Lang had to stand. Yeah. So I'm probably Club of Lang. Mm. And, you know, Newman and Rocky. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, let's see what happens, guys. Uh, yeah, and so you're probably like Mickey, the coach, but you know, work it like if he, as if he worked for the other side. Okay, all right. Um, so, what what you been up to, man? Just working, brother. Working, doing. Uh, just nearly wrapped on the film that I'm doing. Um, you not allowed to? Say, I, I, have we talked about what the yeah, film is? Yeah, it's Wonka. So I'm doing that. So I can How's get rid now? of this moustache, which is mm. yeah. I, I weirdly, Catherine. The moustaches didn't really work for Catherine and also my daughter sort of, I think, I think my daughter started to look at me like, 
oh my god she recognizes mm. me more now like she's laughing a lot at my face which is a good thing but i'm not too sure if yeah. when the mustache goes it'll be we also we had a nice one too because we went and met the other couples from the nct group like a reunion type thing which was kind of cool oh that's nice, yeah, nice. Was, you know what actually what i've been doing is a lot of wholesome living what do you mean just just being quite wholesome quite a lot of family time quite a lot of chill time mm. Oh, I had a nice. gig on Monday. Sent you the recording of it. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you did a little Tom's back on the uh, back on the horse. back on the horse, which was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that being in a live arena. Um, yeah, man. You know what? I I sit very tired, but maybe yeah, maybe it's like you know. I feel a little bit like I've been in a Hovis advert, <sighs> uh, and like yeah, I've just what? no nothing going. What? 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 <laughs> no, no, now I'm sitting by the fire with a big cheese sandwich and. Yeah, you know, my socks like socks up to my knees, and a little pair of short wooden shorts, and yeah, yeah, sprinted up the hill. Um, yeah, so I feel yeah. or like I'm the sort of yeah the kid in the Werther's original advert. Yeah, just sitting on sort of a family friend's knee as he just. Yeah, gives me a Weather's original. It's just like life. I thought it's his granddad. It's not just a family friend he's knees. No, no, no. I think it's his granddad. I can't remember. Um, yeah, man, feel good. Yeah, I, I feel like I've milked the udder of life, and uh, now the nourishment. Let me rate it three upon Alice's. Okay. Um, I went to um, I went to watch Arsenal the other night. Yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, look, another party. It wasn't a party. I had a couple <laughs> of drinks after this. To, <laughs> I, 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 I was I was saying like, to you on the phone like it's so weird how excited you get about something that has no direct effect on your life, isn't it? Yeah, you but yeah, but it doesn't. Like it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because for for a long time, if West Ham just won, or even sometimes got a draw. I felt so elated that I'd always just mm. go out after them, but. Arsenal for a long, long time. You're used to those leagues. You're used to like winning big things. So winning, like, yeah, but it's got no. It doesn't make your life any better, does it? No. Um, so, but anyway, what happened? What happened was when I was at the game. Yeah. I was coming out of the game, and this bloke shouted at me, "Romesh, you're not funny." Right? Oh God. Okay, which is fine. Which is fine. But the, the reason I mention it, well, it's not really. It's fine. obviously it's a you... fucking arsehole act to do. I'm sorry. Well, this no, but this is what I'm going to ask you. This is what I'm going to ask you, okay? Because then I went, because normally I would have just gone, I would have gone a bit, not nervous, nervous is the wrong word. I would have been like, oh, God, I'm getting abuse, right, and just walked off. But on this occasion, because I was sort of in a good mood, because Arsenal just won, I said, hey, mate, how about you go fuck yourself, right? And then, <laughs> right? But, then, but do you know what happened then? He started laughing, and he went, good one, like that. So then I thought, this guy... If I hadn't have said that to him and he hadn't, he hadn't started laughing, right, I would have thought this guy's, like, giving me shit. But actually, he thought he was, like, he thought that was him, like, offering up a joke. Do you know what I mean? Like, he thought he was being, he was bantering in, like, a friend, do you know what I mean? In a friendly way, he thought that's what, yeah. I think. Yeah, you but think you know I misjudged what? Right. Yeah. yeah, no, no, but also you've got to think this, right? Yeah, go on. If he is doing that and you hadn't responded with the way you had, kind of going to ruin his day because he's going to go he's just going to think you're a prick for just ignoring him and scuttling off right mm. and for you it's going to ruin your day because someone said that saying horrible to you and then you just feel like shit so in that situation that's a perfect cocktail of you responding in a way you have and that working out because also you could say that to someone and that person then takes offense and gets upset yeah because they're not bad, bad, you know so it's like whilst i think it's, it's quite a nice story like that has happened to me. You, 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 I don't. Know. I find it really. 
I find that sort of a, a uh, that sort of band is difficult. It's it's fine if you know someone, or it's fine if it's like, it happens all the time on Instagram. Yeah, like I'm dyslexic. I'll put something up and spell something wrong, and I'll get so much shit. And people sort of just because of the probably because of this podcast and other things. And I'm fine with that. But you're like it. It's sometimes if it's just a bit of a joke, it's fine. But when it's banter that sort of goes the the wrong way, then you're just like, and that that's the worst. That's a, that's the harshest thing of, that you can have. It's like because if you're in a scenario like I say, say you're in a pub, right? That happens. That guy says that. You say it back to him, and you're like, "Hey, how fuck fuck you or whatever sort of thing. Yeah. And then his mates are all like, they goad him, and then he gets more aggressive. Then you're in a situation he started, but then it can escalate. You know, you just got to be. Yeah, that did, that did that did happen. To, that has happened to me as well. Yeah, and, and I, like, I think it's I, I was walking. I was walking. I was walking past the kebab shop. I think after the pub's closed, and this bloke said, "Oh, mate, well, Romish, my mate says you're not funny." And I said, well, and then I just went, "Well, I don't think you and your mate are very funny either." So, and then he goes, "What the fuck you being like that for?" And then got Aggie. So it can, yeah. it can go. It can go the yeah, other yeah, way. Yeah. But, um, it's a bizarre situation, isn't it? Yeah, I think those those interactions I find really difficult because I like later on that night when we were having a couple of drinks, these two girls came over and and one of them said, "Oh, my mum's a massive fan. Can I get a photo with you?" And I I I just find I was sat with like a few mates. I find I'm still in this situation. Where I find it a bit, I get a bit embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I was like, so I was like, of course you can. And I like, did the photo, but I was a bit sheepish. And then as they walked off. I thought to myself, they probably think I was being rude there. I, I didn't mean it like that. Do you know what I mean? You know when you're just sort of a bit, you're sitting with some mates having a drink and then somebody comes home and goes, can I have a photo? I just, I still find it a little bit, um, not embarrassing. I don't know if it's embarrassing. Yeah, I guess it is embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like not that I don't want it to happen, but like, I just get a bit shy and a bit like, I feel a bit awkward in those situations. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, um, we uh, I, we had it for the first, like we were at, we took Grace out for brunch the other day and there was a guy who was just like so overly familiar. Not in a, like, a nasty way, but it was so like, he just sort of made out like, uh, you know, there's nothing I can do about, you know, my size or like if I walk into, even before I did this for a living, if I walked in anywhere, people's head would turn because I'm essentially a giant, right? So that's just the lot you're given. But, like he sort of had this whole his his kind of shtick was a bit like oh the big man's here hey hey big man look at him oh, bowling about and all that and I literally like had my daughter in a compete like a little uh, carrier thing and I was trying to sort of get through quite a busy calf and like he was like oh, hey hey giving it a large or you just want to stop and say hello and you're like hey man how you doing you're right and he's like oh I've got time for a few of you now and all that and you're like what this is insane like like you're with your kid and like Catherine yeah, finds yeah. it so embarrassing. I find that's the worst one for me. It's, yeah, I've, I've I always felt quite uncomfortable anyway, like as a sort of bigger person. I used to get started on quite a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. the worst one, do you remember, that? have you ever heard of anything called Live Nation? Like a sort of dance um, festival? Yeah. Yeah, I went years ago for a couple of my mates. So I remember walking past these four lads from Birmingham just sort of like, I could see them screwing at me. I thought, oh no, they're just going to, they're, 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 they're gearing up. So they just, all four of them walked up, up and sort of started out, like shouldering it, like knocking us about. And I'm like, you know, trying to make a joke. And then one of them just sort of took his top off and then just started really just pushing me with his top off. And it was just really like, you know, what the fuck are you doing kind of thing? Even his mates, you could see it just went a little too far. It just was like, yeah. Something about something about blokes when they're out as a group, man, it's bad. Yeah, but festivals... Not all blokes. Like, not all blokes. Yeah, but those festivals where they... You know, it's that thing where they can't handle just... Like, a dance festival is kind of usually just... It's quite a chilled atmosphere. 
And it's almost like people mm. get freaked out by the fact that people are having a good time. So they, they get into almost quite an aggressive frame of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, um, it's a head right, do you, want to do, some, do you want to do some emails? Yeah, got deep there from, from talking about eggs, yeah. 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 Apologies for that. That's all right, my darling. That's all right, yeah. Okay, first email is from the Golden Retriever. Wow, uh, wow that's, that's the Golden Retriever. This is a relationship one here. Okay, um, I'm listening. Dear Wolf, Al, Swan and Cat, Golden Retriever reporting in. Uh, I was hoping you could be of some help when my head should be out with all of this stuff I'm going through. So basically, I'm going to read, this is quite a long email, so I'm going to go quite quick, all right? Okay. So basically, a girl I've known and been quite close friends with for two years and have had a mutual care for each other the whole time. Got into a relationship about a year and a half after a year and a half being friends. We grew to love each other as always there in each other's lives and got to the point where I truly saw that girl as my world. The memories and the way we laughed and all the little things made me love her more than anything. I always showed it by surprising her, by visiting her with favourite snacks or surprising her with a teddy. And this girl loved me as well. She made a portrait of us for Christmas and made me feel loved by more than anyone else ever had. A few weeks ago, she split up with me. She said she felt these things weren't the same anymore. And I can only assume she lost these feelings over time. That hurts, but that's life. I was going to accept that. But recently, I found out that very quickly after splitting up with me, she went on to Tinder and started talking to other boys. And the worst of it all, I found out from a mutual friend, she started talking to a boy who she used to talk to back when me and her had feelings for each other. And this boy caused an extreme amount of anxiety and stress for me as I loved this girl before I went with her. And then me and this girl got together. We all talked about how she knew she made the right decision. But now I found out only a week after or so we split up, she's talking to this boy again already. And it makes me feel like everything I had with this girl, uh, two years of making moments and memories that she's been shit on and thrown away by so quickly falling back to a boy she knew. It's caused me a big amount of stress and the worry of losing her. And I just don't know how to feel about this. I feel as if I've been backstabbed by someone I thought loved me and truly cared about me. Sorry for such a long email, but I'm quite lost in how to feel about this. P.S. We're both 19. Love your podcast. Thank you very much. Sweet, sweet souls. Much love, the Golden Retriever. Man, the Golden Retriever. Um, if I was 19, writing an email to two um, idiots I didn't know who ran a podcast and hope for a little bit of glimmerous light, uh, that's probably sort of the email I'd have written in. Um, because, uh, yeah, man, that just feels like pretty much every relationship I had till I was about 26. Oh, my um, God. I know, I know, I know. Uh, look, the truth of the matter is, I haven't said that for a while, but the truth of the matter is this, is that whilst all of that stuff feels really harsh right now, it's all it's all growth. It's all like you learning, you know, how to interact, how to have a relationship. And and right now it probably feels that all of it meant nothing and that she sort of, she doesn't, she doesn't care about what you've done or, that, you know, or, or any of the things that you did. That's not true. There'll come a time when she was like, um, looks back retrospectively and she'll be like, oh shit, that, that was that's probably at the time what she needed or whatever, right? And you can get hung up on the fact that this guy that you've sort of got this animosity towards and has caused you problems that he, you know, he's coming to her, you know, whatever. They're, they're basically they, they've they've now got this relationship and they're they're moving forward, right? You can start having all of these different thoughts. You can start thinking all many different things that are completely out of your control, and that's the, that's the problem we have as human beings. And and we all have it. We all do it. Is we're constantly trying to navigate through life because it's a solo mission. Essentially, you you can only control what you can control as you. You what you can't do is you can't turn around and 
have any sort of way of controlling her feelings or controlling how he acts or how anyone acts, right? They're going to do what they're going to do. You can just do the best version of yourself in, in getting through this and working out coping mechanisms and, and growing from this, Learn, learning from it, learning from any, you know, I think we we all get hung up on men. I, I remember going out with a girl for, for ages and like knowing that she was cheating on me, like, you know, and, and trying to fix it in so many different ways and trying to sort of like be this amazing sort of boyfriend and, and sort of like constantly sort of being, you know, a doormat really. And like, I don't ever regret that sort of time as hard as it was and, and sort of as long as it seemed to go on for because I did a lot of growing afterwards and I sort of worked on myself. And I think that's the thing you've got to do from now because um, it's going to suck and it's going to really hurt. And it's going to be hard because you've had such an incredible relationship. And it does sound like, you know, you had a really, really sweet thing. But that will come again because you're a sweet, decent fellow. And, and you know, the next person that comes into your life and that could be as you pull out your earphones after listening to this podcast or it could be in three to ten years or whatever, you know. That, that moment will come along for you and you've just got to keep your heart and your mind open. Because, you know, there was a long time in my life I didn't think I'd ever find anyone like Catherine and, you know, when she came into my life, you're like, wow, that's that's what you've been waiting for and, and all the things, the heartache and all the kicks in the teeth, it was all worth it because I'd done all the growing I needed to do to be the person she needed. So there we go, my brother. Do you? Really, really, really wonderful advice. Uh, well done, Tomo. Um, listen, uh, golden retriever, uh, what I would say to you, man, is like the, the, the particular bit that, that, um, I would latch onto for what Tom, from what Tom said is, is one that your moment will come, but two, you if you try and allow your happiness to be determined by how, how other people behave, you're onto hiding to nothing. And this girl, she's behaving in a way that you find upsetting. This guy's behaving in a way that you find upsetting. You, you're totally within your rights to let them know that you find that upsetting, but you can't change how they're behaving. If they choose to continue behaving like that, you need to find a way for that not to upset you, as difficult as that might be. Um, the truth is you are 19. You've got time, man. And and this you'll learn from this. You'll get stronger from this. It feels difficult. I, I can imagine it feels really, really difficult, but you've got to try and use it to make yourself stronger. Do you know what I mean? And... It's, uh, I've been through horrible breakups in the past and, you know, one in particular, I was sort of desperate for them to get back with me. And when you're in that kind of, when you're under that kind of pressure or you feel like that, it's very easy to, to, to make a fool of yourself or, uh, to compromise your, compromise yourself in order to, to, to try and get this person back because you feel desperate in the situation. Just try not to allow that to happen to yourself, man. You are going to find somebody and they're going to be great. Uh, so, um, look, that this will mean nothing to you at the moment, but in time, as Tom said, uh, hopefully, uh, you'll realize that what we're saying is right. So good luck with it. Golden retriever. Best of luck yo, to you. Yo, yo. Okay. This is another sort of, this is another kind of relationship one, but, 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 but not a relationship one. It's sort of in the same area. Anyway, uh, this is from, uh, well, it's given the name, but I'm not going to give the name. Okay. Uh, dear mentors, Classy gent. Always. Uh, a bit of a weird one, but interested to hear opinions. There's a girl at my gym that I see most days. I want to ask for a number or ask her out, but I'm aware that approaching someone on their own in a gym setting might be deemed a little creepy. I'm holding off doing it because I'm not wanting to create an uncomfortable situation. Am I deep in it too much or is there a right way of going about it? We've exchanged a smile here and there, but that is all in nearly a year. Any pearls? Welcome. Mm -hmm. 
top. My G, my guy, we don't know your name and you haven't even given yourself an animal, so it's pretty hard to converse with you in that way. But let me tell you this. Don't ever, ever, ever just walk up and ask a girl out out of nowhere with never having any kind of conversation with her and don't just walk over and give your number in some kind of like fucking hope that this is American pie and things will turn out just about fine. Um, have a conversation with her. Get to know her. Speak to you. You both go to the gym, so straight away you've got, you know, a, a way of of you know being if you you know be a decent young man. Um, start a conversation in the most decent way possible without her feeling that she's being sort of pushed into some weird fucking masculine corner. You know, show the best sides of you as a person to sort of actually sort of build some sort of relationship. It'll never, ever, I don't, I've never in my life heard of a situation where someone's walked up to someone cold and just said, Hey, do you want to go out? Or, um, Hey, here's my number. And the person has <laughs> just gone, Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I never thought that was going to happen to me. You have to start, I think, some sort of conversation and, and make it as open and as make it, you know, as least cre- less creepy as you can, because look, it's, it's, if you're attracted do, to someone, can, can I, can, can, go on, hit me. Can I, is, is, I mean, is there a world? Because uh, I don't know the answer. To this. As I was reading, it, I thought this is quite tricky. But is there a world in which it's not even all right to do that? I mean, like, I'm just asking a question. I don't know. I don't like you know. Like, going and starting a conversation with someone, it's it's a tricky yeah, one, this isn't is it? A if, this is a trouble thing, right? Because in the world we like in the in the modern world that we live in, right? You're talking about a world where. Um, I think I still can't even the statistics. I'll be making it up, and this is I can't be doing that at the moment. But so many couples and people are meeting now because of the pandemic and because of, of Tinder and social media. So many people are meeting in a in a less organic way. You're talking generations of people that met, and I don't, it wasn't people just going, "Oh, is my like, I'm, that's the way I met Catherine." It wasn't me just going up and going, "Oh, is my number?" Or um, you know, could I take you out? We had a joke. We were sitting in the same restaurant. We ended up having a joke together, like through conversation. Your eyes meet. You start. You know, I th- I think if there's an attraction there, and, and you know, you smile. Literally, if someone smiles at you, and there's a moment, and all you have to do is just start. Are you, you having a good day? Da, 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 have a joke. Have 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 something where you actually sort of talk to someone in a nice organic way. Isn't threat and it's yeah, not yeah. threatening, and you're not going up and saying, oh, here's my number, or do you want to go out for a drink? Because that, that, for a start, is the worst possible way that you can start this that scenario. Yeah, because yeah. if you've never spoken to someone and you go out for a drink together, I can't even imagine how awkward that would fucking be yeah. if you what didn't even... That? What is that you know, like? You know, or, like, oh, here's my number. And then she, well, she's what? Then she's going to go, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, I'll just text or call you, yeah? I'll, I'll work around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you can give me your number now. I've got a hot, like I've got a, you know, I've got to do the fucking legwork. Or oh, can I have your number? And then all of these things, like you don't even know what she's like as a person. So what I'm saying is, it's like in the less least creepy way you possibly can. If you know, and I think it's amicable that you're trying to go about something in in what seems now quite a dated way. Just have a joke and, and just sort of if there's a moment yeah. where you can start a conversation that feel and it's organic and it's real and it doesn't feel like it's at all you you putting on a whole big scene. Just be yourself and be relaxed and try and ha- try and break the ice a bit. But I think that's yeah yeah that would be my advice anyway, man. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, listen, I'd love to hear from people if they if they've got a take on this because like. I, I think you're right, Tom. It's like it's like you know you might strike up strike up a conversation, or whatever. But the the thing that you've got to do is this is part of the thing. I, I think that's part of the problem with rom coms, some rom coms, is that they encourage persistence. 
you know I mean, if somebody says no, you go back and you try again, or you're trying a different way to approach them and all that shit, right? I think what you've got to do is you've got to be super open to the signals that you might get yeah, in that yeah. situation. Do you know what I mean? If you if you go because the thing is, it's possible. It's possible that girl's smiling at you and thinking, oh, it'd be nice to have a chat with that guy. But it's also possible that that girl just thinks, oh, he smiled at me. I'm just going to smile back because otherwise it'll be a bit awkward. But I really just want to get on with my workout. Th- those, both those things are equally yeah, yeah, as yeah. likely, right? Yeah. So it's that thing of like going, you will know straight away. And, and as soon as that person gives you an indication they don't want to chat, that is the end of your interactions with that person. I, yeah. I really think that. Do you know what I mean? It's like... People are trying to get on with their day. Do you know what I mean? And and it's just, um, listen, I'm not trying to go against this geezer at all because obviously we don't. But like you know, if, if this was a girl, this happens to a lot. <laughs> like I imagine that it gets a bit. That could get a bit fucking tiresome, yeah. can't it? Do you know what I mean? Well, also, it's, um, it's it's that weird thing, isn't it? Because she could be somewhere writing to another podcast, going, "Oh, I quite like this guy," and and you, you don't know. But what my point is is that, like, you don't know even know if you click. That's what I'm saying. It's sort yeah, of like yeah. the idea yeah. that you could just look at someone and go, all right, yeah, obviously it's a massive part of any of our lives, a massive part of any of our relationships. And, you know, to fancy someone, to look at someone and go, I find that person attractive. But bigger than that is how much you vibe and how much you get on with someone. If your go-to thing is like, right, well, I'm going to go and meet someone in a But That's why I think so many people, it's the awkwardness. And sometimes people don't vibe because I think people put on a whole fucking persona when they when they go to meet someone or someone they're not actually yeah, that's a male and female thing. And that that's something that works across I think both yeah. Both scenarios. But what I think if you if you're both in the same place, you've had some kind of interaction, to actually have a joke and to sort of have a bit of a you know, even even progress slowly. Don't fucking chase it and just move from a smile to saying hello and how are you and do you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like something small rather than yeah, I'm not saying you've got to go up and fucking do like recite fucking poetry. I'm saying that make these little small movements towards chatting to someone that you think you might vibe with. And if it's not vibing and she doesn't seem interested, leave it, man. Just go to mm. another gym. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's uh, well, listen, good luck with it, man. Um, and also, just... let me just say, by the way, also, yeah. just <laughs> to, like, not to go back on everything I've just said, but the gym, by the way, is a very like private place that I think I know, too many people know, interact anyway. Often. Like so, yeah. And- I, I don't. I don't. I don't really like. I mean, I don't really like being approached even by people I know at the gym. No, 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 no. But it, if he's smile, like, if there's been an exchange of smile, a hello. If or there has you. been an exchange, then yeah. yeah, yeah. But look, man, just yeah, don't over, don't overplay it, and just be yourself. And good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Okay, should we do one more? Let's hit it up, baby. Okay, uh, this is from the II. What? The II. A-Y-E-A-Y-E. I've never even heard of that. Uh, It says, Dear Wolf, Al, Swan and Cat. First of all, I'd like to say me and my close group of friends are all huge fans. I was a relative latecomer, but I've just caught up with the backlog of all the past episodes. Your sweet, sweet voice has put a big, goofy smile on my face. Thank you (laughs) very much. Um, Al, that said, I've got a tricky situation for you that I hope you can sprinkle some wise advice spice on. Nice. A few of our friends in the wider group of one by one began quitting their jobs to join for what is all accounts and purposes a crypto pyramid scam. Without going, into, without going into detail, the company has a shady history and it's sad to see our friends buy into what is obviously a very unethical business and getting more and more of our mates involved. On one hand, it's very understandable why they've done this. They've gone from lower salaries to raking in amounts I could only dream of. But on the other hand, it's quite obviously dodgy and potentially dangerous. It's hard to talk to them directly about it as it's become quite cult-like and they won't hear a bad word about it. 
Have either of you had to talk to a mate about not get, about not getting involved in or getting out of something dodgy? And if so, how did you approach it and did it work? Thank you both so much and keep doing you. The I. I. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I sort of I remember when I was younger that everyone used to, everyone, everyone, lo, loads of people I knew went and worked for a double glazing firm that had a sort of similar thing of like going and doorstepping people and selling double glazing. And a mate of mine, uh, he did really, really well out of it. He was incredible, but he was like super confident, very sort of handsome, very sort of suave, you know, uh, and he sold a shit ton of double glazing. And then he got a lot of, similar to this situation, got a lot of my friends to quit their jobs and go and try and sell. And half of them, they, they, it's a thing that you have to have so much confidence to do, right? To, to knock on someone's door and sell something. You have to be yeah. so fucking, you know, and a lot of them didn't have it. So a lot of them, ended up just fucking you know you all everything you do is on commission a lot of them ended up just you know having to basically go back and try and get a job somewhere else my thing with something like this though is that when it comes to sort of people making a lot of money and something in this sort of scenario i think it's really 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 difficult to ever try and you know even in later life and and you know in, in dealing with people with you know alcoholism and drugs and at the moment i've got a situation where a friend of mine's you know uh passed away actually a few weeks ago and as much as you really want to help people sometimes i think that the, the truth of the matter is it's very hard to to do unless they want to be helped and you know in in the scenario i'm talking about it was you you do your level best and you're constantly trying as hard as you might to to make sure someone sort of takes another route in life but actually it's very very hard to do if they're if they're not willing to do it themselves and, and you've kind of got a you kind of got to let them make this sort of make mistake and and hope in the end that they actually sort of come back from it a little bit and and that, that at some point that it's going to end up all right because i think especially with stuff like this as well and and you know because essentially when you're talking about money and greed it sort of goes in hand in hand with with any kind of drug or drink um because it's addictive and I think that you kind of just got to hopefully ride it out and, and then deal with what's ever after. And, and if, if it comes good and they come back to you, then they never say I told you so and, and just, yeah, be a good listener. But um, yeah. the, the truth of the matter is it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to tell people the saying that they have is bad for them. It's, it's a difficult one. I, I, I've had, I've not had it to the extent that you've had it with that double glazing thing, but I've had mates that like, that wanted to go into something and you know it's kind of dodgy and, well, not dodgy, but you sort of think it's a bad decision. But the only thing you can do is sort of, it's a difficult one because you sort of tell them and then they go, yeah, well, I disagree. And then you sort of think, well, I still feel how I feel. But at the end of the day, your your mate's going to do what they're going to do, you know. And so I think if you've, if you've been clear about what you think about it and they're still wanting to do it, then what can you do? It's their life. I mean, I think... I think there's a lot about, I mean, there's a lot of parallels about if you've got friends that are struggling with mental health, you've got friends that are struggling with addiction or whatever. It's good to let them know that you're there for them and check in on them and sort of keep monitoring them and, and, and keep in touch with them and stuff and, and be the best support you can possibly be. If you've done what you think you can to advise your friends and they've decided to ignore you, then, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, like you, you, you just got to let them get on with it and just be there to either pick up the pieces or to sort of, if it starts getting a bit dodgy to go to them, do you want a second, you have a second, do you want to have another think about this or whatever? It's not a black and white answer, really. I think you just, the best way to be a good friend is to let them know you're there for them. Make your feelings clear 
and then take it from there. But it's not, you know, it, although I've talked about the parallels, it's not, you know, it's not exactly the same as, you know, if somebody's drinking too much, you're going to, or somebody's like doing drugs or whatever, you, you would hopefully get to what you think where I think we need to intervene in this. We need to save this person. This isn't the same as that, you know, like th- there are debates here. They might think they're doing the right thing. You disagree. You know, it, it, it's a slightly grey area. I think you have to let them get on with it and be good friends to them and, and, and see what happens. So um, it's a tricky one, man. But um, but good luck with it. Good luck. Good luck. Now, listen, uh, Tom, I'm going to get you to do the, 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 the closing ting-ting. I just want to say one more time, just in case I didn't properly express myself. Thank you to... Uh, let me see if I can name them. Uh, to both... Uh, Brendan and Emily for for picking me up and picking us up on the advice we gave to. Wow. Uh, to Do you the, feel like you've grown as a? It's made you. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's there's a well, lot. No, of- I think I, I I think I've been called out. I think I've been called out on something. Uh, and and sometimes I, my your reaction is to go now. Fuck that man. Like that's not what I meant. But actually, when I read it, I thought you're right. You're right. Well, as it was, I'm a sure touch. So, 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 I apologise to you guys, but thank you for emailing, and I also, appreciate it. Also, um, is the merch, is the merch being sent out? I'm getting a lot of emails from people about the merch. Is it getting sent out? Has it been sent out, or is it? Well, it's being sorted out. Tom, obviously, my wife is dealing with the situation that she's on her own with three kids because I'm holed up in a hotel because of COVID. You could have taken but... it with you to the hotel and then sent it through the hotel. Yeah, I suppose I could have done. Yeah. Uh, but we'll it'll be out it'll be, it'll be it'll be all in the post in the next week in the next couple um, of days yeah so. um, we'll get on it as soon as possible we've now probably, told... in fact it, it might it might be out by the time this email comes out by the time this email by the sweet, time sweet, sweet times out. I'm just getting a lot of quite aggressive emails and if you are asking for um, the merchandise um, I can, you can rest assured that me and Romesh haven't built everything up um, on the hope that we will be able to get some money for some merchandise and we're both going to leave the country there's quite a lot of people who are being very aggressive with their emails and their DMs. Yeah, man. And I'm like, look, I get it. We're, like, this is a situation we're in. We're trying to do this. But, and look, we're, we're looking in the future, having someone else to handle all this. And, and it's not, but nothing ever gets um, solved by like a really aggressive email. Can't we, just tech- refu- can't we just refund them, though? Yeah, if you've got a problem, we're happy to refund. Yeah. But seriously, yeah, if you want a refund, just ask like, for a refund. An email at two in the morning with like, <laughs> where's my fucking stuff? It's like, Maybe it's just banter. I don't know, but um, shout it out, get it down. Yeah, if you could keep your, if you could keep your, where's my fucking stuff? Uh, emails to office hours. That'd be great. <laughs> but in, in all honesty, I, I do get it. It's been like insanely long from for some of these people. Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But this uh, is people who have just made the new the new merch. Um, a what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a week. So allow it, as we say. Well, if those people, if you also those people, if they, look, if you want a refund, ask for a refund. We'll refund you, Jim. Yeah, yeah we'll it's, cool. it's cool. It's all yeah. good. Um, um, all right, Tom. Because uh, we don't want to upset anybody. I want no, to be no, crystal clear. No, 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 no. I don't if want to upset. Grieved, but also, and you if, want a refund, yeah, you can yeah, get a refund. Email in and say, look, I'm, I've waited long enough. I'm really, really sorry. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. What I'm saying is, don't email aggressive shit because it's like ain't about that life, baby. Anyhow, anywho, yo, how do you accomplish? your biggest goals. How do you get to the finish line? There was once two friends, Keith and Michaela. Keith and Michaela um, had many dreams and many aspirations. One of the biggest ones they had was to go to the moon uh, and see space together. 
um, when they were finally, it was finally like space travel was opened up to the masses. Uh, Keith and Michaela were the first two people on the spaceship to go to the moon. Uh, and it took off. It was an amazing takeoff. Everyone cheered and everyone was excited. Um, and Michaela and Keith got to the moon and like the tour guide was like, okay, everyone, we've got two hours up here. It's obviously quite, a, you know, we haven't, we can't do much longer. That's so, you know, all the oxygen we've got. So just go and have a little look around and enjoy yourself. And uh, Keith and Michaela sprinted out and started running around the moon. They were really, really excited to be there. Anyway, the alarm on one of their intergalactic spacesuits suddenly beeped. And they're like, what is going on? And it's like a little message came through on like a sort of watch type thing saying, you must be back at the spaceship. Um, Keith and Michaela looked up and the spaceship was miles of million, like miles and miles of moon miles away, right? And Michaela was like, oh my God, it's miles away. Keith just falls to his knees and he's like, oh my Christ, oh my no. Like, we'll never get back to the spaceship. It's too far away. It's too far away. We'll never make it that distance. We'll never make it, Michaela. Um, and Michaela steadied herself. And she looked at the ship and she looked at her best friend in the whole world and thought about all the times that they've made cardboard box uh, spaceships and all the times they'd sprinted around uh, places like old sort of like... Um, churchyards and stuff and pretended it was the moon and they were on the moon now and Michaela looked at Keith and said Keith can you make one footstep forward and Keith said yeah I can and she said well brother keep on doing that and before you know it we'll be back on the spaceship having tea and that's the thing about life sometimes you can look at the goal and think sure shucks that's really really close and you know it doesn't seem like a big goal at all but sometimes the goal seems a million miles away and it feels like you'll never actually achieve it all you got to do then is just take one step at a time and you will be amazing like keith and michaela were they did make it back to the spaceship by the way just in case anyone yeah right. okay you know, yeah because they took one step at a time yeah, yeah yeah um that was beautiful tom yeah thank yeah, you yeah. so much yeah. yeah um thank you guys thank you for listening to the wolf and owl podcast once again uh what, what do you think just before we go i know i don't want to extend this this end too much yeah. but there's a big contrast between how light-hearted the first half was, and then when we got to the emails. It went. It was a very. It was a big I think gear we, change, we, we, we we gear changed ourselves because it, it got kind of like. Are, oh, we you like know, the, are we like the one? Are we like the one show of podcast? <laughs> You're like uh, Alex Jones, and I'm like Jermaine Jenis. Like, I've also on, I, carry on with that. We could no, no, no. I'm just looking at the time, and I've, I've realised that I've been up for like 14 hours. So, oh my god! Right, okay. Yeah, no. you get I'm just, sleep, my, I'm, I actually think I've got sleep deprivation pretty badly at the moment. How do you even get sleep back? It's just never coming back now, is it? I've just you don't. To... This is your life now. Congratulations. Wowza, wowza! I should have told you that earlier. Yeah, like I'm generally thinking of uh, having a 15 minute nap just after this. <laughs> just put my head on the desk and just <laughs> close my eyes for 15 minutes. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. We'll see you soon, guys. Take care. Peace. Love out. and honor. And also, take care of your kin and your brethren. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com.